It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, I was just thinking, you know, um, about social media and like what you see it's doing to people. And you know, I always tell you guys that our generation, we're guinea pigs, we're lab rats. And if you're new here, let me explain that to you. If you've been here, just rock with me. Um, we're doing and going through a lot of things and we have no idea the long-term effects of those things such as like even the drugs that people are doing right like molly percocets and all these things we don't know what 20 years on percocets is going to do to you 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 know you you judge a crackhead you might even judge a cokehead but we've seen the long-term results of these things we know what we're getting ourselves into if we decide to go down those paths we don't we've never you you can't show me a 45 year old man right now who can tell me yeah man i've been doing molly since i was 19 years old man every day i'm on them or i've been popping perk 30 since i was 16 like we don't know what 20 years of doing zans and drinking lean looks like you know what i'm saying we don't know what what um this whole BBL thing is, I don't know. I don't know if it's new or not, but we don't know what a 20, 20 years of a BBL looks like. We don't, we don't know what 20 years on social media looks like. That's new shit. They call it social media. It's really social experiment. It's a social experiment. You know, uh, people talk about how social media is destroying women. And I, and I fully agree. Um, it's destroying men too, but it's definitely taking a huge toll on, on women. Men don't really get too caught up in it. Even if we're active on it, we don't let it, well, most of us don't let it go to our heads like that. But a lot of the women that we're looking at, these are women about my age and up 20, between 25 and, you know, older. What about these girls that are like 12, 13? And yes, there's 12, 13 year olds that have Instagram. I had some, uh, I don't want to call them my cousins, but they're basically like cousins. I mean, I grew up taking care of them at the church. Um, now, some of them are in college. Some of them are still in high school. But I remember about maybe two Thanksgivings ago, um, I was over there. And they were all on Instagram. And I'm, I'm like, let me see your page. What you got going on on here? And they showing me their Instagrams and stuff. And it's, it was clean, but... I'm like, damn, how y'all get all these followers? Like, they have thousands of followers. They're like, school. I'm like, oh. So, like, they have a whole Instagram world with teenagers and kids on it. You see what I'm saying? I mean, we had social media, too, when we were growing up. But it wasn't a, a big thing. You got on MySpace for, like, 30 minutes to an hour, change your background, arrange your top five or top 20 friends. And then you, you went outside. Like these kids are sitting on Instagram. Not to mention, we didn't have filters. We didn't know what the hell we we take. If we, man, I can't find my MySpace, but I'm pretty sure them pictures look like shit. You know what I'm saying? We didn't we didn't know nothing about that stuff for real. These kids are experts at it. They have filters. They have TikTok. They doing dance challenges. Um, I used to date this this one girl. She had two kids, and that's what they used to do in the house all day. TikToks. They they would walk up to me. Look at my TikTok, Tommy. Tommy, look at my TikTok. Look. I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's dope. Oh, how'd y'all do that? And I'm really wondering, like, how did they do that? They done changed their face to some other shit. And, man, these kids is on another level. And we don't know what... Okay, look, for example, let's use her kids, for example. Her oldest daughter was... 
Damn, I forgot how old her oldest daughter, but she wasn't in high school. Put it to you that way. She probably like fifth or sixth grade. Um, what what does that do to the brain? What does that do to the subconscious psyche? What is she gonna think? Like, is this going to help her think faster on her feet? Like, be more witty? Like, I, I don't know, more creative? What 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 is? Let's just say she's. I think she's like 10 or 11. Let's just say she's 11. What is 10 years from now? 21. What's the effects that? What type of person is she? Is she socially awkward in real life? Because she spent all her years on a on a phone? You know, I mean, I go through all these neighborhoods and the, the middle-aged kids aren't outside. We were outside in middle school and high school. We were outside till sometimes 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. We were outside. I was um, driving one day. I forget where I was at. And I know I was in a, in a black area. And that's what really shocked me. I know the white kids are going home and getting on their phones. But I remember I was behind a school bus. And I could tell it was like a high school school bus. And all these kids got off this bus, my nigga, like... And none of them talked to each other. And I was just like, the hell was going on? I mean, that was weird. When we got on the bus, it was an activity. Me, Caleb, Rob, you know what I'm saying? Corey, Kelvin. When we got off the bus, it was an activity. What's that one pretty girl name? I forgot what her name is. She was fine as hell, too. When we got off the bus, it was an activity. Like, these kids get off the bus and all of them were glued to their phones and they went straight to their house we didn't always go straight home like I I can't imagine what they'll be like when they're 25, 26 you want to talk about I don't know if y'all just heard that out of my stomach I didn't fart or anything out of my stomach Um, y'all want to talk about um what social media is doing to women and how it's making them more conceited and arrogant and 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 narcissistic and things like that like what's the world gonna be like what what is like even social media is messing my brain up and i'm starting to notice it like i'm starting to curve the way i think and talk to people and the ideas that i express because of social media's algorithms of instagram specifically is my main platform if it's algorithm it's starting to make me feel like i can't say certain things even though i'm having to differentiate because i have to remind myself in real life you could say whatever the fuck you want ain't nobody gonna block your your body like they can block your page ain't no deleting me you can delete my instagram a million times you will never delete me Social media is teaching us what is cool and what's not cool and what we have to accept and what we don't have. You have woke black people who claim to be so woke, who chastise masculinity and uplift homosexuality. How you a woke black person in that? I'm not knocking gay people. I'm just keeping it real. How you how you a quote unquote woke black person and you uplift an activity that takes the men further away. Not even from the women, just even from themselves. An activity that doesn't lead to any reproduction of black people. And knock the one that 
keeps us strong and has leaders in our community. Because social media tells you that this is okay. You can do that. You can talk freely about this, but you can't talk freely about that. You have women who can, from the comfort of their homes, from the cloak of their own covering, from very socially awkward spaces, they can get on Instagram and become anybody. They can get on the internet and and get instant gratification and validation left and right. You have regular people, bro. I'm talking about these type of people you walk past every day. Trust me, you would. Trust me, you have. On Instagram, they're, they're damn near like superstars. Their life is larger than life. 5,000, 10,000, 20,000. I mean, these are the type of numbers that are going into their likes, their comments, their followers. People are becoming people off of this thing. Yet, not known for really anything of any substance. What is a kid, when I was growing up, you wanted to be somebody, you had to get up. You had to get out there. You want to have a caption? You had to say it. Couldn't type it. You want to have an opinion? Shit, you got to have to go talk to people face to face. Now let's see if you, now let's see how many your mama black you throwing out out there then. Let's see how many, shut the fuck up, bitch ass nigga. Don't let me pull up on you, you doing then. Pull up on you, nigga, we right here, let's do it. People are becoming more used to being behind a phone than they are being in front of somebody's face. What are the long term effects of this though? What's the long-term effects of somebody who the last 20 altercations he's got into in his life or her life were on the internet? You beefing with people on the internet. You being stalked by people on the internet. We're meeting people. I, I I, I was part of the first wave out of my generation of people who were fucking people they met off the internet. I remember when it was to the point where me and a girl would meet up and we and we would literally discuss how we were going to explain to our friends and family how we met. Oh, let's just say we met at AMC, which is a movie theater, by the way. Oh, let's just say we met at Golden Glide. Oh, let's just say that we met at Stonecrest. That's a mall, by the way. I remember when I had to really feel like, damn, I can't tell them how I met her. And I used to feel like, oh, why should they, why should it matter? Shit, she's still fucking with me after meeting me. She a bad bitch, ain't she? It wouldn't matter if I met her on Facebook. Like, I was part of that one back in 07, 06, 08, not 06, really like 07-ish, 08-ish. Meeting up with chicks off Insta, uh, not Instagram. Instagram wasn't even out yet. Not even Twitter. It was just Facebook and MySpace. Fucking them though. Shit, being with them too. What's the long-term effect of somebody who who meeting people like that? You're meeting people you would have never met in any other way. How many of us have friends on the internet, bro, that we've never met before? What's the long-term effects of that? 
I know somebody like, that's, yeah, that, that, you know, it's not that deep, that one. Yes, it is. When you're sitting here divulging all this information to somebody you've never met. And yes, I get there's FaceTime. You, you guys probably do FaceTime. What's it like when you guys meet after eight years of that? How many of y'all have people on y'all Instagram, on y'all Facebook, that y'all been following each other on social media for over a decade? And you've never met. What's it going to be like when you guys meet? What is what is that like? I know. And I've seen it go both, both ways. Sometimes it gets better. Sometimes it gets worse. Sometimes it's just nothing. Like, what's the long-term effects of this, of these, of these kids? And then they have so much access now. We didn't have, yo, when I was growing up, if you didn't live around the corner, I didn't know you. It, if you didn't live next to my, to where my daddy stayed at, I didn't, I didn't know people in California. These kids is growing up knowing people in California, a state they've never been to. This can be used for good. Right. Because if I'm making a friend in the ninth grade in California, he in the ninth grade or she in the ninth grade, too. And we stay friends all throughout Instagram for 10, 15 years or whatever. And then they become somebody. And then one day they put me into a good position. And that's a good thing, isn't it? What's the long term effects of somebody being able to sit in their room? And get all this attention, garnish all this attention. Whether it's positive attention, negative attention. What, what what's the long-term effects of this? We have to kind of slow down on this thing. Especially if you're not a content creator or trying to do a business, if you just own there just to be on there, you need to slow down. Because this is one of the biggest social experiments I've ever I've ever seen in my life is social media. We're living in a I want you guys to hear me. We're living in a world. People are getting everything up close. And I was even talking to um an older brethren of mine's, um, I want to say maybe, maybe about a week ago, um, and we were talking and I was telling him, I'm like, you know, I've been noticing that my eyes, my eyesight isn't as good, you know, and I'm having to start back eating more carrots. Like I just had some carrots tonight and he was like, why do you think that's happening to you at your age? You know, your eyes should be just fine. I said, I don't know. I've had 20-20 vision my whole life. People used to always be like, people would tell me to read something to them because it, even, because it was so far away because they knew how good my eyes were. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's say such a... I said, now I can barely see something that's right across the room. And I said, you know, I, I said, it took me a long time to admit it, but I think it's because I'm glued to my phone too much. Staring at these phones, you know, these bright... I, I, I finally... I used to turn my brightness all the way up on my phone. Now I turn it all the way down because it's damaging my eyes. 
we these phones are so close to us. We've never there's been never been a human generation to our knowledge at least, you know, to you know, that had a device within less than a foot of their face all day with a bright, you know, light attached to it. Your phone screen, that's a light. That's a light. Like, literally, every time you pick up your phone, you know, on average, you're holding it. If you put a ruler, I guarantee you right now, you're not, if you're holding your phone, you're not holding it even a foot away from your face. And then we don't just use the phone for social media. So, how often are you holding that phone that close to your face? You see what I'm saying? That, that, it would trust me. In the long term, it would damage your eyes. So what's the long term, long term effects? You know, like when I say that, I'm talking about. I think the word is. I want to say adaptation. It's a scientific term, something like that. I'm thinking of basically in the long run, if this continues to happen, eventually humans will look different. For example, they say Asian people have the slit eyes. You know how they have like the people call them chinky eyes, the ching chong eyes or whatever, because they really come from a very windy climate. And after hundreds of thousands of years, I guess, or people say thousands of years of that, eventually their DNA structure changed. And when their DNA structure changed, then all the their descendants started to have the slinky eyes. And now it's just permanently in their coat. So what's the next permanent coating? In a world where we're losing, where I mean, unless you work out, you're using less muscle, right? You always have this bright light in your eyes. You need stronger eyes now. Probably need bigger eyes. What are we gonna look like? You know what that sounds like? And this is gonna be a far-fetched theory, but you know what it sounds like? A gray alien. The gray aliens have their huge eyes. They have no 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 body mass. And a big head to store their brain because that's all they really use. They don't use their their muscles. They have all the technology in the world. They need to use their muscles for. Over time, that's what we would look like. Is like a gray alien. If we destroy our atmosphere, we would have to go into some type of underground base. We'd probably have to move to outer space. We wouldn't really have access to light like that. We'd probably lose our melanin. We probably lose our um, our color. And that would make you pale, blank, gray. And what if gray aliens, as people call them, aren't fallen angels? They're not the demons. What if those are literally human beings in the future who want to try to save the world? Because they know what the future is going to be. Do you want to look like that? I mean, that's what we would look like. You would have big hands because you're holding these phones. You'd have no arms. Damn near. Like no arm muscle because you don't use your muscles. Everything's technology. We'd have big brains because we do. We're gonna definitely need those to to keep all this information. I mean, I was even noticing that. Not to go off topic, but still on topic. I was I was scrolling one day on Instagram. Think about think about this. We don't even have we don't even know the long term effects of scrolling. 
when I was scrolling on Instagram, I'm like, yo, in five minutes of scrolling on Instagram, I just took in so much shit. Stuff that in the 60s or the 70s, it would have literally took you weeks, if not months, maybe even years to have processed all that information because you weren't seeing all of that at one time. In five minutes on Instagram, depending on who you follow, you could see so many different things. You could see quizzes, you could see pictures, you could see videos, somebody get killed. They got videos of people getting killed now. And I've been predicted this. I predicted this when YouTube first came out. I said it. I said, I used to tell my friends, they were showing me all these videos of people fighting. And I was like, damn, people fight on video? It was so shocking to me. It was like a revelation. Like, oh my God, people fight on video. They're going to jail. <laughs> Like, I was so scared for everybody who was fighting on video. I'm like, oh, they're all going to jail. <laughs> they're fighting on video. If we fought right now, we'd go to jail, right? And I remember I told my friend, I said, watch, one day, the same way these fighting videos are becoming normal to us and we're sitting at home watching fight videos. Because it became so exciting to me that literally, like, I would spend hours on YouTube watching people whoop each other's ass. I'd put in school fight, gang fight, street fight, and I would just watch different videos. That's how I came across Kimbo Slice. Rest in peace. Right? And I told, I'll never forget, I told my friend, I said, bro, one day, watch, the same way there's all these fight videos, we're going to start seeing people get their head blown off. He was like, no, that will never happen. They'll never put that on the internet. I was, I was like, watch. This is how things start, bro. They start off like this and then become something more. Fast forward, raise your hand right now if you've seen a video of somebody getting murdered within the last 30 days. Everybody that's listening to this podcast has seen a video of somebody sitting there with their head blown off. Like, or just dying or dead. I, matter of fact, just about 20, 30 minutes ago, I just seen a video of some dude drowning to death. Scrolled right past it like it was nothing. Like, we're becoming desensitized. What is the world going to be like when we're fully desensitized? When a, a, a girl with a fat ass don't mean nothing to men. Because shit, I just seen 20 of them on Instagram. A girl trying to show me her titties and I'm like, cool, tits. The girls on Instagram have their see-through shirt on. I see tits all day. I'm so tired of my stomach making this stupid noise. I'm not hungry or anything. I don't know. It's, I guess my, I'm just digesting food. Um, you know, what, what's, what's, what, is, what is life when you're trying to show me something to make me feel... Um, compassionate about something and I just seen a dude get shot in the face on Instagram when I was growing up for you to see somebody get shot in the face you had to be there there were no videos you want to see somebody fight and you better go fight somebody or wait till it pops off if you didn't live somewhere where there was violence you were never going to see a fight there's people who grew up their whole life never seen a fight now that's physically impossible if you have a phone you're going to see a fight. You're probably more than likely going to see somebody get killed. What's the long-term effects of that, though? Are we not... That's why I said we... we I don't know. Maybe we need to slow this thing down. Maybe we need to slow this thing down. This is wild. You know? Like I've seen, like as I'm scrolling, I'm just taking in so much information. You're going to need a big, you're going to need to activate your brain 
to be able to process information that fast. We process, we have to process information fast now because we have our real life and we have this phone life. And this phone life is shooting, literally flashing images in our face. You scroll, scroll, flash. Oh, there go 50 Cent. Oh, there go my favorite singer. Oh, look at Young Thug got going on. Oh, hold on, wait, stop. Damn, she got a fat ass. Like, you, you processing so much so quick. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised to, like, I don't know, fast forward to the future. And that's what we look like is what they draw gray aliens to look like. Like, you got to think about this shit, bro. You really have to think about this shit. This is serious stuff. Excuse me. Becoming desensitized out here. So many people have insecurities based off of Instagram. Instagram and social media is ruining relationships. People say, oh, Instagram's not that serious. Social media's not that serious. That shit is very serious. And that's that's a that mentality is a part of the problem here in this conversation. There's people who really think it's just Instagram, it's just a joke. It's no, that shit is serious, bro. Well, it's not that serious to me. I barely get on it. It's It doesn't have to be serious to you. See, what you don't realize is the world is moving while you're staying still. It don't matter if you and another 20,000 people feel the way you feel. There's still about a whole million people who don't feel the way you feel, bro. And they be on that shit. And guess what? Here's the thing about it. You may be out of the matrix. Congratulations. That doesn't change the world around you. It just changes you, which means you're not keeping up, which means you're going to be the one to left, get left behind because that's what everybody else is doing. So when you go to Walmart tomorrow, when you go to school, when you go to work, when you go to drop your kids off at the bus stop, you're dealing with people who are products of this. Your kids are dealing with people who are products of this. Your kids more than likely will be products of this. Therefore... It doesn't matter if you don't get on Instagram every day. You know, man, I don't really be answering to me. I don't think it's that serious. I don't really believe anything I see on there anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. And who the fuck do you think you are? If you get on there at all, you you ain't no better than the person who's sitting on it all day. It doesn't matter. Because guess what? While you're not doing that, all your coworkers, all your classmates... All your employees, all your managers, all the kids your kids go to school with, your neighbors, the cashier, they are all walking zombies from social media. And you have no idea why they're acting the way they're acting, why they respond the way they respond, why they walk, talk, dress, everything that they do. I know why, because I'm hip. I'm in tune. You don't. That's why this conversation is going over your head. That's why you feel in some type of way. That's why you... 
this dude is a joke. Whatever you're saying about me or anybody having a similar conversation with you about this, because you're just not in tune. That doesn't mean that the world isn't still moving, though. Because you can look at it like, well, no, I'm moving. Y'all are staying still. It don't matter if you the one moving and everybody else is staying still or if you staying still and everybody moving. We're not, bro, you're not on the same page. That don't mean that you ain't, you ain't, it's not coming towards you. Now you dealing with a woman, you wondering why she doing this and why she doing that. You don't realize social media has made her this way. She's allowed social media to make her this way. You dealing with your homeboys, you wonder why they moving like this and talking like social media. People get on there. People who are nobodies, people who have no credibility, get on there and they spread their propaganda. They spread their narratives. And if it fits what people like and what people need, what people, what people are, you know, yearning for, then the mass manipulation and chaos ensues. And next thing you know, you're walking around dealing with the products of those things, the products of mayhem. Who cares about anything else anymore? And then social media is moving us into what I call a uniform utopia in a sense of everybody's starting to be on the same page, but not for the better, because it's not like this page is positive. It's, It's mostly negative, sprinkled with a little bit of positivity, which is what keeps you there. But what has you locked in to the madness is the negativity and just simple unoriginality if you go beyond that. Because when you think about it, right, and this is the example I use, right, before social media, and I know it's going to sound like a shallow example, but just rock with me here. It's a very simple um, example, right? Before social media, like, for example, like New York and West versus West Coast, for example, right? West Coast. And they, I know there's, they still do these things, but overall, it's not like that no more. But just peep me out. West Coast, Dickies, Chucks, right? Hard Bottoms, right? Those black um, Lokes, low riders, the bikes, with the, the low rider bikes, right? Tattoos and stuff, gang banging. Then you had like New York, Hustlers, Big Jackets, Tim's, right? And even at one point, it kind of moved into like other shit, like True Religions with the, with the what do you call that belt? With the little, you know, them belts. Like even 6ix9ine, he still wear them belts. Like um, Robin Jeans and all of that, right? Down South, we riding around in the Chevys, the old school Chevy with the 26 inch rims. Right? Wearing white tees and Reeboks and Felis and Air Force One. Now everybody dressed the same. Look at all the women. They all dress the same. They all have the same hair. They all have the same look. They all, yeah, I told somebody the other day, a couple months ago, I said, man, it's like three looks out here. You ever notice that for like all different races of women? There's like three looks of Spanish women. There's like three looks of black women. There's like three looks of white women. It's like these little three looks. Bro, I literally ran into Alexis Sky the other day. At least I thought it was Alexis Sky. It wasn't Alexis Sky. It was some bitch who looked just like Alexis Sky. 
I made a couple little comments to her. She started smiling. I didn't ask her for her number. I didn't give her mine. You know why? Because when I leave from there, at the time I was doing Uber Eats, this was two months ago, I was doing Uber Eats downtown on Peachtree. When I leave from this restaurant, guess what? If I just drive around this corner, I'll see another girl who looked just like her. Why would I stunt that one? stunt that one sorry y'all I something I ain't got something on my phone um let me clear this out really quick clear okay why would I stunt that one hold on let me also set this alarm Why would I stunt that one? The mentality is so uniform. I've never seen black people argue about politics so much. Okay, all these blog pages... And y'all agree with this? Y'all agree with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen so many women try to act like they're all the same. So many men try to, it's becoming uniform. Like, I need y'all to understand what I'm saying. People aren't even thinking for themselves. They're letting... They're letting strange... I, I mean, I don't know what's better, I guess. Is, is it better for some random dude in Utah? Rather than MTV? Or or, or, or Channel uh, Channel 2? I, I don't know. I guess... Whatever. I guess y'all are always gonna have somebody trying to think for you. Like... People are so becoming so strong with their mouth, but through their fingers. Then just go through, go go walk somewhere one day. Go out to eat. Go to I went I went to this lounge, man, and I was so depressed. Everybody was on their phone. People aren't even having fun anymore. People aren't, they don't want to have fun. They want to look like they're having fun. I've even caught myself doing this where somebody invited me somewhere. 
I said no until I thought about how cool it would look on Instagram. Then I was like, oh, wait, what time yesterday y'all niggas going? Off the, off the strength, it was no, I don't feel like going out tonight. Then I was like, wait. Ooh, that shit going hell yeah. That picture right there in front of that little thing they got over there. Ooh, them lights. When they put them lights on, when they play that one song. Yeah, I'll be there. Not even for my friends who could die tomorrow. For Instagram, bro. People are literally driving cars they don't even like. They're wearing clothes that are, make them feel uncomfortable. they looking stupid with dumbass wigs and weave. I mean, I've never seen so many black women look dumb in my life. But if that's what's popping on the gram, that's what's popping in real life. So when you say, oh, it's not that serious, you're just social. Oh, no. Oh, no, sir. No, ma'am. It is not just social media. That has become the foundation of our whole culture and community. It's way deeper than social media. It's way more than what you think. And we don't, none of us, not me, not you, we can make good predictions. But we don't know the long-term results because we have nothing to compare it to. We literally don't. We could say, with TV, I mean, that's about as close as you honestly get. But TV wasn't interactive. You sit at your home, you scream at that box as much as you want to. Don't nobody else hear it but you and your neighbors. You can comment. I can go on Instagram right now in the shade room and comment something. And Donald Trump could read it. Joe Biden could read it. Within minutes. It was 1993. What would it take for me to get my comment to Bill Clinton? I could damn sure not do it from the safety of my home, the cloak of my own covering. Mm-mm. I would have to, I don't know what I'd have to do, honestly. What's the long-term effects of this? All of it. People want to just talk about what it's doing to the women. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's definitely damaging a lot of them. It's got a lot of them living lives that they would have not have lived without social media. It's got a lot of them. And I'm not just talking about the taking trips. and I'm talking about a lot of other stuff, too. It's got a lot of them feeling ways they would never have felt. The real world was too tough. Social media made things soft. It softened it up a little bit. It made it more fair. Because anybody can get on there and become somebody. Anybody can get on there and tell you they're somebody. You can get on there and do whatever you want. Back before social media, or at least back when it was just MySpace and you still had to deal with the real world, the real world was tough. But pressure makes diamonds. You had to. You want to be famous. You had, you want to be famous. You had to be talented. Never in my life have I. Okay, yeah, we all knew 
who Kobe Bryant's wife was and who these celebrities' wives were, but honest, them girls didn't have no say for real. Nobody gave a fuck to hear what they had to say. Girl, we get it, but you just the wife. You ain't, you ain't not like you're the wife that's doing something. You ain't Jada Pinkett Smith. You ain't a famous wife. You just a wife. And that was the wife. Now the girlfriend's getting famous. The girlfriend all over the blogs. Who the fuck is Ari Fletcher? Like, um, not to disrespect her. I'm just keeping it real. Not, not to disrespect, um, Moneybag Yo. But who the fuck is Ari Fletcher? This girl on the blogs, ten times a day. I can't get on Instagram without seeing her her big ass face. Big ass face just everywhere. I shouldn't even, as a, as a heterosexual man, I shouldn't even know who Ari Fletcher is, but who don't? Now, name one of her songs. Name one of her movies. Name a clothes, piece of clothes made by her. Name name a house she done sold. I can't, I, I can't name any of it. All I know is she's Moneybag Yo's girlfriend who's always in the blogs. That's it. That's That's all I know. That's all most people know. Are there any good long-term effects of this social media thing? Of course. Social media, for the most part, is almost like a gun. It can be used to harm people and it can be used to protect people. In the long run, somebody's getting hurt. Right? I mean, there's there's always the exchange of information. It's now opening doors, I think, for God to even bring people into your life. People you wouldn't have... It would have took him having to do a lot more to get you to meet these people. Now you can meet them while you're riding around in the car. Scrolling. Rolling down the street, smoking Indo, and I'm scrolling Instagram too. <laughs> like, what are the love? Like, we have, we're doing so, we are, we are literally... People don't even realize what we're going through, man. You know how we look back at like the last couple decades and like everybody looks back at the 80s, right? Like, oh man, the 80s, man, they was just, man, right? We look at the 80s like, wow, the 80s was, everybody loves the 80s, right? One day we're going to look back at this generation. I'm not saying we're going to look back and say we loved it. We're going to look back and say, wow, too. Because we were the first. We were the first first. Everybody else had something to, something to look back at and be like, mm, I know how this is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. It's going to turn out the same way it turned out with blah, 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 blah. Right? We don't know. How this social media thing is going to turn out. 
Human beings have never had this much access to each other. We've never had this much access to, to any of this stuff, man. Like I said, and I, I, I want to bring that one point back up. Like, there, there are kids. This is what they do. Yes, we had MySpace since seventh grade, but it wasn't what we did. This is what they do. I couldn't imagine having all this stuff. I mean, and remember I told you about like my little cousins? Like two of them were females. When I looked at Tiff, I didn't say her name because I think she's a minor still. When I looked at the little one's page, her page was appropriate, don't get me twisted. But the pictures were kind of I'm pretty look at me ish you know when I was growing up there was one place to get that was school out the mall it was in the real world now they're getting it both this is life for them when you see these girls so desperate to put anything on their head Go get these BBLs. And these are adult women. I can only imagine what the girls who are 12, 13 years old right now, what they're going to be like when they're 24 and what they're going to be trying to get done to their bodies. And that's the thing about it. Like, when I was growing up, there was levels to life. Like, I said to somebody, I said, man, they, they were laughing. like, bro, you, you be having some good comments. I be seeing your comments. I was like, I'm not going to comment no more on these blog pages and all these different pages because I don't know who I'm talking to. And I didn't explain myself, but in my mind, I was thinking about this time recently where I was entering my neighborhood. And there was these two girls standing at the, at the court. And, um, I know they're young, obviously they look young, but I've seen them with the other young kids when they get off the bus. I don't, I can't tell they're high school or middle school, but I think they're high school, but they're still young. Like if they are in these two girls or they are in high school, they're like ninth and grade. And one of them was holding her phone and she was typing and she was, you could tell she was telling somebody off, right? I don't know if they were on social media or if they were just texting somebody. The other one was looking over her shoulder. And I'm just thinking, I don't know why, it just came to my mind. I'm like, yo, what if those two little girls over there are on, like, the shade room or one of them little blog pages going in on somebody right now? And people don't even know, like, man, you over there arguing with a goddamn Buddhist guest, like, 14-year-old girl like you know what I'm saying these kids sounding grown they reading stuff they getting all these ideas pushed onto them they following this shade room they following baller alert they following Alexis Scott they following these hoes that are on here sucking dildos and cucumbers they, this is what they're seeing like this is what they're seeing
these this is what they're saying. What is that little girl or that little boy gonna be like by the time he's 23? These little boys seeing all these dudes on there with all these guns and face tattoos. And some of these kids, based on where they live, they're not even seeing that in their own area. But on social media, they notice the difference and the likes mean so much to them. They see the guy with the guns and the face tattoos. He's getting mad likes. The kid with the suit on that's in college, you know. There's no privacy to it. And here's another thing. So what about all all you moms out there twerking and doing all the nasty stuff on Instagram? All these big cousins. What happens when these little girls find their page and they're like, how does that affect them? Like, I just want to know, man, and I guess only time will tell, but it's a very, you know, curious thing to wonder, what are the long-term effects of this social media thing? So I want you guys to, in your own world, in your own um, conversations that you have throughout the next week, I want you guys to really talk to your friends and family, you know, and um, your loved ones, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, and, and ask them these questions. Let them hear this episode and ask them, like, because I know I didn't cover everything. You know, what do you think are some of the long-term effects of social media on the upcoming youth, on us? I mean, there's, not, I mean, yo, there's like people, I, I just seen this old lady on there. Acting a fool, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I was happy because I'm glad that she, you know, can find herself. But it's just like this isn't even. It's just what are the what are what are the long term effects, man, of social media? What are the long term effects on the kids that are about to be adults? teenagers who will be adults quicker than them what's the long-term effects on us what's the long-term effects on a 55 year old who gets on instagram hmm what about all this karma all the evil stuff we say to each other on Instagram. What about all, all the bad things people do to each other thinking, oh, it's just Instagram. Uh-uh, you talking about somebody's kids is, is no different than on Instagram than on real life. And I talked about this before. Some people, their whole situation is fucked up right now. They're wondering, why is it like that? I'm, I'm a good person. Yeah, you're a good person when you're walking up and down these streets or in, the, in your car or whatever. But you're not a good person on the internet. I had to tell myself that, like, yo, chill out on what, this, what you're saying on the internet. Because it just because it's the internet, just because it's social media don't mean they don't have the, the, the energy don't come back. People putting out mad energy on the internet. You getting mad about stuff. You know one of the greatest things I ever did in my life? 
not the great, but one of the greatest things, just one of them, very small, stop watching the news. I'm so much happier now that I don't come home watching the news every day. Because for like a good two years of my life, I used to come home and watch the news. And, you know, obviously, if you're locked up, you don't want to watch the news. But, nigga, we ain't locked up, right? So what the hell we want to watch the news for? Don't let that go over your head. Let that sink in. Like, I had to stop watching the news sometimes. All that energy. All these things that got you so mad and tight. You wouldn't even know about it if you wasn't on Instagram. I, I, there's this one page called ATL Scoop. And then there's a few other pages in Atlanta that, and these pages are popular. Like people that's not even from Atlanta follow these pages. And I keep seeing this common comment, man. Atlanta's changed. Atlanta's different. Ew, Atlanta's ghetto. I don't want to move there. I should have never moved here. I want to leave Atlanta. And I'm just thinking to myself, bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You are seeing a bunch of shit you would not see anywhere else but these pages. I promise you. I promise you what it is you see in these pages this shit's changing people's life you know somebody about to move to Atlanta they don't want to move here no more because they done followed ATL scoops in a video of somebody getting robbed at Lennox Mall what the fuck they gotta do with you Please tell me, because I'm trying to figure it out. It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and I'm out, man. Long-term effects. Think about them.